Good afternoon, happy Wednesday, welcome to Indeed, it is the Independent Wrestling Podcast. Some would say it's the best independent wrestling podcast. Well, Puff would say, and Puff is God, so you could say that that came straight from the mouth of God. I'm Mike, as always, here to talk some independent wrestling with you, but I can't do it alone. Got my wonderful co-host with me, Righteous Reg. How are you doing today, buddy? Uh, in the building, it's your boy, your favorite writer, your favorite rapper, your favorite podcaster. Very excited to be here. We got a great guest today, one of my favorite people in the game. Uh, he's changing the game consistently, running a great independent promotion right now called Nap. We're going to get into a great show today. Jay Rose, how are Yo. you living? I know you're stressed out about the Pacers right now, but you are joining us here today, and we are excited. Hey, first of all, it ain't stress, baby, because we are definitely coming for that sixth seed this year. This is not a championship year, but it's also not a year of stress. Okay. I need I need to need to put that out there. We're not stressed. It's just, Fair. you know, the opportunity to be there was presented to me, but I'm here on what God said is the best independent wrestling podcast in the world. And who am I to argue with God? So thank you for having yeah. me on. I'm I'm so excited. There we go. We can add that to the marketing too. Now it's a it's a podcast so good you would skip your favorite basketball team's home opener to be a guest on it. That's a little mouthy. We need to we need to work. It's a little mouthy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, yeah. Might well, not fit on a shirt. <laughs> no. Are you are you kidding? Come on now. Look at the back of this hoodie. We're bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see it. <laughs> Yes, we do have an amazing guest with us today, though. Jay Rose is here. One of the most entertaining ring announcers, commentators, personalities in and around the space. Uh, but something else we're here to talk about specifically, you might see the logo in the bottom right corner. This Sunday coming up, Naptown All Pro Wrestling Dreams and Nightmares 2 on Sunday. Yep. First one last October. Fire. Second one card is uh very hot those match graphics are uh yeah the the announcements that they've been coming out i'm like ooh, okay ooh, okay ooh, okay flights to indianapolis ooh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and listen, but, uh, if you pull up expect to get a gigantic hug i'm not expecting it but if you decide to pull up and don't tell anybody and you just there oh uh, yeah the dap hug combo is about to be otherworldly <laughs> That 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 is that is that's gonna be my mission one day is just unannounced show up at a show somewhere so far away from where I live and just not tell anybody. That's like it, it's a one day goal. So yeah, nap nap sounds like nap seems like it would be the kind of place to do that at. Uh, it's here. a bi- it's a big week. It's a big show on Sunday. Uh, you I you know again thank you for sparing this time to hang out with us because outside of possible other activities you could have done today, it's just a busy week. Anyway, you called it hell week on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, how every are you week fe- leading into a show is hell week. That's that comes from my uh, theater kid days. Every week leading into this show is hell week. So, mm. and this has been hell week. How are you feeling? How are you holding up? Uh, well, honestly, better than a lot of shows. There's a, there's a bunch of things that I still have to do, but uh, 
We were trying to put forth our best effort. And I feel okay. We're at a decent, and not where particularly I want to be. We're at a decent point with pre-sale tickets. Uh, the response to everything has been solid, especially the promos from the past couple of days. Um, mm. So I'm in a way better mental state than I usually am four days out from the show. But uh, give it time. <laughs> give it time. I'll, I'll be I'll be freaking out soon enough. Give it time. Does it feel like, uh, I don't want to say easier, but does it help when the talent that you have on the card want to help out? They want to help with promos. They want to help getting the word out. They want to kind of, they don't leave you on your own. Like people are like involved in it. Does it help? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the biggest thing I think about any wrestling promotion as you begin to start it up, you have to want people who want to be there. Uh, that has always been my goal with whatever you know, promotion I'm involved in, or at least make people want to feel, get them to that point. Even if I'm not the booker in a position of power, if I'm video or if I'm ring announcing, I want to make people look forward to being there, to actively want to be there. And I'm very proud to say that I think that we've accumulated a roster of people who actively want to be a part of that. Like there are some places that I know that people go, it's like, oh, I got to go to insert promotion here this weekend. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Everyone, or at least, you know, or they're just really good at lying to me. Everybody right. that does nap really genuinely wants to be a part of what we do. So, uh, and they display that, you know, sharing match graphics, doing promos without being asked. Like the top team boys from Atlanta just sent me a promo yesterday and I didn't really ask from anything from them and they just did it. So, you know, things like that always make it easier, but uh, it's still our. We, I've come to realize that our team, our the NAP team, is like astronomically smaller than other wrestling promotions, or at least the, the ones attempting to do the scale of things that we want to do. Like, our mm. it's gotten a lot better now, but like at the beginning of this year, I was looking around, I was like, damn, I'm kind of doing everything, aren't I? Or if it wasn't me doing it, it was Chase or it was Sean. And I was like, damn. And then we go to other promotions and then we're like, oh, so this is how, this is what it's like to have help. We've gotten a lot more help as of recently, uh, specifically as such, um, going back to our mission, we've gotten a lot of high school students uh, that are part of the video program that I graduated from, from my high school. Uh, they've started being a part of the production at NAP. Now, I will oh, say, cool. uh, the last show, their first show, and um, this is a I remember the deep learning curve. Oh my god! I found out today. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I found out today that uh, one of the uh, matches from the last show, which I'm in the process of editing, I looked and I was like, okay, there's uh, 5,078 and there's 5,079. Where's that? Where's the match? And I realized that they never hit record and they started recording at the end of the match. I was like, oh, so there's a whole, we have hard cam, which was a, it's a problem in and of itself for us, but we have the match just all on hard cam, which the most unlucky promotion in America. You can, I'm, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt for real. Damn. I do remember seeing some tweets about like, yeah, uh, make sure you turn the hard cam on. So, uh, but you mentioned, obviously, you know, like, uh, bit of a smaller crew at the start of this year uh it's grown dreams and nightmares is on sunday and we're gonna get to it but uh you know 
probably have some viewers in the chat not too familiar with nap so i wanted to kind of take it back a little bit to the beginning uh you know april 2022 nap's first show how did you get from the how did nap even become an idea to getting there okay so it's a big long story uh i have i'll try and give you the short version but uh i was working with a promotion that uh a lot of you may know named Paradigm Pro Wrestling down in the Louisville, Southern Indiana area. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was where I was doing uh, a show that we called No Hook. is a episodic, like, it was a wrestling show that I booked like a TV show. Um, and in the aftermath of that, leading into the summer, I got super burnt out because I was, you know, I booked it and I edited it. And it was a week by week commitment. And I wrote the script after we recorded the matches. So I'm, and all the wrestlers in the show had dialogue that they had to send in. So I was waiting on dialogue and things of that regard, putting together this two season show that we did in the first half of 2021. Um, I get burnout. I'm like, hey, I'm real cool on wrestling right now. Uh, So. Outside of doing some ring announcing, I try and get back to the roots of my city. And uh, I figured out, again, you know, I fell back in love with the city of Indianapolis. I love the, I say this all the time. I love this city more than I love myself. Um, but as I reconnected with the city, I came to find out, like, we had a rampant violent crime problem. Like, I know, you know, things are kind of unsafe, but they had really gotten out of control. And the people who were the most affected by the violent crimes, most notably gun violence, were kids from my side of town. I live on the far east side of Indianapolis. And not only were they kids from my side of town, but they were kids who looked like me. And um, that just weighed heavy on my heart. And like, I like to think I'm bright, but I'm not smart so to speak. Uh, I like to think that I'm very creative. Uh, I can have a lot of cunning, but I'm not particularly smart. So I, I wanted to do something, but all the other programs that I saw that were trying to cut down on the violence weren't particularly ones that I thought were, even in my lack of, in, of uh, self-diagnosed lack of intelligence, I didn't really feel like those were programs that were going to help. Uh, a gentleman, my name is Trey, who runs the at we love wrestling luv wrestling account uh my big homie was like hey uh we should do something to try and get the kids to see some of these wrestlers you know hoodfoot tankman things of that regard i was like yeah but like there's no real way to do that because they don't really know who they are because there's no promotion in indianapolis i was like well you should run a show i was like i don't want to run a show like that's a that's a lot of work and also, I'm poor. <laughs> like, I, this, it's not it's not something that can really happen. It's like, well, just think about it. I can hook you up with a venue or some people who can help. So he hooked me up with a lady by the name of uh, Leela Durden, who is uh, part of the Far East Side Community Council. And she was like, okay, I want to help you run the show. You should really do it. I was like, yeah, but if I run a show, like, I'm going to do all this work, like, create the company, get the insurance, do all that. Now, I might as well run a promotion at that point. Is that like, well, I guess you're running a promotion, buddy, because you need to run this show. And that is how that's how Nap started. Um, we uh a quick little aside, and it, it, it's it's a part of the story that gets really sad. But our first show that happened in April was supposed to happen in February. 
and had not really snowed all winter, right? The weekend of our of our show, it snows a foot outside, legitimately wow. twelve inches of snow, um, and it messed up my brain a lot because we had put a lot of hard work into it. Uh, we had, uh, and we can get into this in a second because I this this is I could go on forever about this, but uh, the show got canceled. I got really depressed. I said, like, "Hey, maybe this isn't." what I need to be doing. Maybe there's, maybe I just need to go back to the ring announcing, go back to the grind. Maybe, maybe I need to go back to school. If you know anything about me, I hated college. So that's how bad it had me. And I was like, I don't understand how wrestling can help affect the problems that impact people anyways. And then uh, one of my friends from high school uh, with, on one of the days that we had planned to do like some community service stuff, with the wrestling after the point we had canceled because we hadn't done the show. Uh, she got shot and killed outside of a nightclub. And uh, my, that friend, you know, it's one of those friends where you see them out in public and you hadn't seen them in forever. And you immediately you click. Uh, she was always one that was riding my ass to do the right thing. Like I was a shy kid in high school. It's like, you better go talk to that girl. Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, I don't, I'm a preacher skater, but I try not to be super spiritual or like see anything in messages. Like everything happens for a reason or whatever. But like in that moment, it was kind of like the last message that she had for me. Cause I was, I was dead ass. I had the message written out to the rest of the founders of the company. Like, Hey, this is like, I appreciate y'all help, but this obviously wasn't meant to be. And the day I planned on sending that message, I got the note that she had died. And I could hear her voice in my head and be like, hey, you think I just died for nothing or are you going to fight back? And then we restarted up and then we got to April. Uh, And since then, it has been a roller coaster of emotion, (laughs) troubles, bad luck. But it is single-handedly the most fulfilling thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, not just being able to see visionist forms of wrestling and seeing people grow and get better, but also like for the community message, seeing it work in real time. Uh, last thing, and then I'll give out the questions because I know I've spoken a lot. And I, um, <laughs> you can talk as long as you want, man. Keep going. Um, our very first show, there was a, uh, we we're like, you know, for lack of a better term, we are in the hood. We are maybe, two, three blocks away from the most dangerous part of the city. That's where the first show was run, straight up. Wow. Uh, right off of Post Road. Uh, there was, but we're like kind of off back in the neighborhood and a school. So as we're unloading the truck, there's a kid who's like walking past and he sees that we're unloading these bars and shit. And um, I'm going to work on cursing. I know you probably don't mind, but I'm going <laughs> to work on cursing. But uh, mm-hmm. we're unloading the bars and stuff for the ring. And the kid is like, uh, hey, what are you doing? And I go and explain wrestling. But I, was like, but I was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to find something. You know, I'm trying to find something to eat today. I said, like, where? I said, yeah. I said, like, well, I don't have any cash on me. You know, all the cash in the cash box. I, I wasn't going to give it to this kid on the street. But I was like, hey, I know you may be busy right now. But if you come back for our second show in the evening, you don't have to pay for a ticket. 
And like, it's not going to be a meal, but we can give you a bunch of snacks you can take back home. And I didn't think he was going to show up. Lo and behold, that kid shows up, spends the entire day, entire, you know, event near the back. But you can see him smiling, right? After the shows were tearing down, the uh, the kid comes back up. I was like, hey, man, I just want to thank you. I was like, don't worry about it. Like, it's just a ticket. He's like, nah, like, if you didn't tell me to come here tonight, I don't know what I would be doing right now. And I definitely don't know what I would have ate. So, you know, I appreciate you. And he's only been back to one other show, but he's been back. And that's the validation that I need for all the sleepless nights up editing video or putting together traveling plans or taking extra gigs to try and, you know, have enough money to make sure that we can pay all the talent and pay the venue, do insurance and print posters and things like that. That's the reason why I wake up in the morning to have interactions like that. And as the year has progressed year and a half now, uh, there have been more and more stories just like that. When we did the outdoor show at the hot chicken restaurant, the first one, there were kids that were there. So one was as young as four. The oldest one was as old as like 12. They were there the entire day from noon to 10, did not leave. And I was like, hey, where were y'all going? It's like, I don't know. We're just here. I don't like, I was like, you didn't have any plans for that? It's like, no, we're just going to walk the street, see what all happened. Uh, and I bought them food and they're like, thanks. That's why I do what I do. So there's some days where it feels like it's not worth it, but then I have to remember the mission of what I was trying to accomplish. And that's before the wrestling. Uh, but that's kind of how it feels since April, trying to find those sort of moments to lean back on to figure out, oh, so this reminded me, this is why I do what I do. So That is heavy. You about to have me crying <laughs> on here, J-Rose. What's going on here? I didn't know that's what no. we were going to be getting into today. <laughs> Listen, I told you I'm going to be on 10. You want the full J-Rose experience. Listen, don't ask me about anything about my opinion right now because I, I, you, you, you're going to get a sound clip, okay? Oh, uh, yeah. You, know, you, you, got a, you got an hour until tip-off, and I'm going I'm to stay on as long as y'all willing to talk to me. But I'm yeah. coming in hot and heavy, okay? We're not pulling okay. no punches. Okay, oh, we're going to try to keep it on the line. We don't have to yeah. go too crazy here. Uh, talk to us about the importance of having uh, – wrestlers that look like the faces that are in the crowd and the importance of uh those kids seeing these type of wrestlers that they don't usually see on tv another story this one's way shorter uh the promotion that i came from and tankman came from and a bunch of the hoodfoot bunch of us all came from around the area brayden lee levi everett uh I was helping them as part of my part of video team. And there's a hip hop festival every year named Therese. And I was like, hey, we should try and offer to do something with Therese to do wrestling. It's like 2017, 2018. And the owner of this place uh, said, why should we do that? I was like, well, you know, we could try and get a little more melanin, get a more diverse crowd uh, in the building. Is I well, why? Why would I even begin to do that? Black people don't like wrestling. I was like, What? Is like, yeah, black people don't like wrestling. Uh, that is my villain origin story. That's that was 2017, you said. <laughs> yes, yes. And they, they said black people don't like wrestling. Hood, they this is the place to train hood foot and tankman. 
They said that black people do not like wrestling, especially people in Indiana. Um, it has been my MO since that point to make everything that I do in wrestling as black as humanly possible. <laughs> uh, specifically, oh, yeah. things that happen in this state and in this city. They've done a very good job of keeping up with this. And this was their MO even before I became a part of the team. But if you look at the people who were on top of the card and part of the shows when I was a part of Paranoid, that roster was majority black. If you look at my track record, if there is a black professional wrestling event on the independence over the past six years, it has been with my involvement, uh, including projects yet to even be announced or happen yet. I am involved in it. If you look at uh, Uh my crowning achievement, a show that was 10 minutes from where I live on the Far East Side for the culture one was in Indianapolis, and I helped put it on. Uh, So all of those experiences have made me try and figure out what is the best way to not only be as black as humanly possible without alienating other people. Because even though I'm not a part of Florida culture anymore, I still get DMs of people asking me, hey, are white people allowed to come to the show? Like, yes. (laughs) They're just not allowed to be on the show. But yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing that representation and seeing kids' eyes light up because it's way better than it was before. Don't get it wrong. It's way right. better than it was before, mm-hmm. uh, especially in 2017. But seeing kids see a Darian Bankston or see uh Latino and Hispanic kids see a Sandra Moon or a, a Lazarus, that's what it's all about. Forget the message. There are kids who I know who came, you know, from up north where all the money is, who have some melanin in them. And they're just as astonished as the kids who were right off a of post of 38th. That means nothing to you. You don't know anything about the geography of Indianapolis. But just know, it's not a good neighborhood. Um, <laughs> see, being able to see yourself out there is incredibly important. And I'm blessed to have a roster full of people who understand that even the most villainous people on our roster will go and pull a kid off to the side and give them a moment. And that's incredible. Cause especially here where I'm from thinking about that five, six years ago, no way, zero chance. You had Hoodfoot, you had Tankman and that was it. Uh, you had Apollo star. That was basically it. And give or take a couple of people, you know, true skills. You know, I'm if I didn't name you and you're black in the Indiana wrestling scene, please don't take offense to it. But there was maybe I, I could count them on two sets of hands, and that was it. And now our entire promotion is basically foundationed by black and brown talent, and that's incredible to me, especially considering where we are. We're in the middle. Like, no, a little less on Indianapolis, especially when y'all talk about WrestleMania and other big pay-per-views coming here. I see it, okay? And when we get WrestleMania, y'all are going to have to check in with me. But we live, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. To see all the kaleidoscope of talents that we have of all different race, creeds, and backgrounds is so, so dope. And um, it's still not enough. I still want to make it blacker. Just wait until February. Wait until June. I got 
But don't don't get me started. I, I, you about to get the scoop. I'm, you said a sentence that I should have put as a disclaimer on the 500. If you're black and I didn't mention you, don't take offense because <laughs> a lot hey. of people took offense. My DMs are, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, listen, if anybody has any offense, then go ahead and take some of those mistake spots. You know what I'm saying? That was your spot, bro. Don't even take no offense to it. It's okay. We just spelled M- your Mr. name Mr. Grimm's wrong. on there <laughs> twice. That was one of y'all supposed to be on there. That was one of y'all, bro. Jet Jagori. Hey, bro. Congratulations. That's your spot now. No, I that's two I, spots. That's, that's two spots right there. Gaston LaRue. Oh, my God, bro. That's your spot. Why now. you know I'm <laughs> off the dome, J-Rose? <laughs> because people were DMing me like, I'm, <laughs> are they black? I was like, I don't think so people the amount of DMs I got about, it was like oh I didn't know I didn't I didn't know Jet Jagori was black I got like three DMs like that when I woke up I was like Jet Jagori I DM Jet I was like hey uh are you black <laughs> he's like no question mark it's like, like, oh. really hey. really hang on really right hang story. on right now Van Twinblaze said that was 2D spot 2D was on the list Tootie was on the list. I saw I saw Tootie's name on the list. I told Van Twinblade this like three times. I saw her, I saw Tootie's name on the list. And I was like, Van Twinblade's gonna love that. I literally went through my head. Nah, he, he wants it to get the the, the Mr. Grimm spot, you know what I'm saying? To get the two, you know what I'm saying? Oh. She, she does the two spots. Oh. I understand Van Twinblade. I, I oh. get you. I understand. T uh, T-W-O-T-I-E, Lynn. Got it. Oh yeah, two D. I see. What yeah, you're doing. two, two dose. Yeah, let's stop talking about me. Let's talk about nap. I just wanted to add that <laughs> disclaimer to the world. <laughs> I, 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 I had, fu- I had fun here about like two or three weeks ago when when J Rose was chirping you about the list in chat before the list came out, telling you who all needs to be on the list. That was. That was a great day. I, I don't want to say I made some adjustments after that, but I made some adjustments after that. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, all I'm going to say is I'm happy where we place. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey, all I got to say is even though Hoodfoot was the lowest ranked actual world champion, I have no qualms <laughs> about it. It's okay. I, I'm happy. I'm happy where all my people place. So you, you ain't got no. I remember I told you on um, City, hey. <laughs> Get it right, or we gonna have problems. We ain't got no problems. We ain't got no problems. Thank I mean, Tatman could have been a little problem. Tatman could have been a little higher. You know, it's like I, you know, I, I, got, I got you. But yeah, that feels great to hear, J Rose. I appreciate you. Um, there's been a lot of stress, but knowing that I got the nap homies where they should be, I'm very excited about it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> about time somebody gave us some damn respect on here. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into what's going on this weekend. What's got you? Stressing out, big show, big time, big main event. Uh, Lee Moriarty did a, a promo. That's how big this show is. Like, what's going on here? So, um, uh, let me let me bring you back behind the curtain a little bit, right? Uh, when I say we are the most unlucky promotion in America, I really do mean it. Uh, cause there's a lot of things that happen that uh, I don't even let y'all know. Case in point, um, which goes hand in hand with uh, uh, the independent movement that we're trying to start. Uh, 20 years ago, 20, 25 years ago, uh, for lack of getting into details, 
a bunch of old white guys messed up pro wrestling for everyone in the city of Indianapolis. Um, they trashed the venues. They did bad business. Uh, and that's why, you know, not counting Bizarro Lucha, after um, Insanity Pro Wrestling, which is where the where uh, John Moxley, his old home promotion, when he was on the Indies the first time, uh, Sammy Callahan, AR Fox, Ricochet, that was their stomping grounds. Uh, after they shut down in 2013, there really hasn't been a prominent independent wrestling promotion in the third or fourth biggest city in the Midwest in like the 24th biggest media market in the United States. Just nothing, nothing at all. There are scenes in like Milwaukee, Minneapolis, but nothing here. 20 years, 25 years ago, a bunch of old white men. Uh, and if you know anything about Indiana wrestling history, you could kind of infer at least some of those people may be messed it up for everyone. Um, so I am uh, happy and uh, terrified to say that uh, members of the uh, government of the city of Indianapolis will be in attendance at this show uh, on Sunday. We have to be on our absolute best behavior because uh, it could be over just like that. Uh, But (laughs) um, we have a spectacular roster full of people that I'm sure will put on a great show. Only person I'm worried about is that loose cannon Gabe kid. But like, hey, I knew the risk, what the risk was when I booked them. And I'm, I, if whatever happens, happens. We have a stacked card full of some of some matches that you genuinely won't be able to see anywhere else because no one else is crazy enough to put them on. Uh, the biggest of which is uh, my main man, one of my best friends, and the person who is been positioned as one of the faces of our promotion. Darian Bankston going one-on-one with Lee Moriarty. Yes, the, the feds will be there. Uh, best be- <laughs> the fans uh, are there? Sorry, that, just, uh, I, that, that, that sentence popped me. I had to pull it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Listen, I understand. Um, uh, and this is a match that is very important to me because uh, – I was messing with Lee before anybody knew or cared who Lee Mariotti was. Uh, first time I saw him live was 2019, but he had been on my radar since 2018 because I was watching them Joe Dombrowski welterweight wrestling shows. Um, and to see him grow and evolve, like that's my guy. That's my boy. But to see him grow and evolve in real time has been amazing. And even though he won't say it, I'll say it for him. It's one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. If not, you know, I won't say he's the best technical wrestler in the world because Brian Danielson is still breathing and on this planet. But, but I will say, arguably the best technical wrestler under 30 years old. And I know he hates being called a technical wrestler. He'll get over it. He hates it Uh, so much. He hates it so much. I have my own style. Yeah, okay, but what's the foundation of that style? Technical wrestling, shut up. Um, (laughs) A person who I genuinely think gives him a run for his money for the best in the 30 conversation, in addition to the Daniel Garcias, in addition to the uh, Wheeler Yudas, genuinely from the deepest pits of my heart, and you can look in my eyes, I'm not, this isn't promoter speak, I genuinely believe this, is Darian Bankston. And uh, 
Darian is someone who I believe is like an inverted version of Lee to where Lee uh, became a wrestler first and then started focusing more on his art once the bag was secured. Uh, Darian Bankston is a gentleman who, uh, I don't know if y'all know this, he has a master's degree in theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know this, wow. uh, j- dude was legitimately almost in the British production of Hamilton. Like, this guy is a, he does not need wrestling. He's lived like mm-hmm. five different lives. Black belt and Taekwondo, traveled all across the world. Like, he did all of that. And then he became a wrestler. Um, so seeing that clash in my head, just something that's been rotating in my brain for over a year now. Uh, He's in him, bro. It's crazy. Your homeboys are in the chat and they're wilding. Hey, that's 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 crazy. Uh, shout out to the best video at North America. You glazing him is a wild sentence. It's crazy because I'm gonna see him in like two days. So <laughs> keep the same energy, buddy. Um, uh, I I have talked to both of them individually, and at first they were very. This is once again not promoter speak. Uh, it was they were very excited for the match, what all they could bring into it, and um, it started over the past couple of days getting you know respectful but it started getting legitimately a little heated like who does he think he is on both sides mm-hmm. so um uh obviously when you're here to uh make money you gotta you know play up the controversy a little bit but there is just the teeniest tiniest bit of uh a rival-based animosity between those two. I mean, they are That's pro wrestlers. That shit I like. <laughs> they are That's pro wrestlers. Like. They can't help it. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So we are we are getting past the point where it's like, okay, let's just go out there and put on a good match, and whoever wins, wins. It's now like, hey, I need to win on both sides. And that that's what I like to see. Yeah. That's 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 what the doctor ordered. Um, only other big match that we have, not only other, not only, but the we other got a bunch of big main, matches. Jay. We oh, got we have a we have a card full of big matches. It's the biggest show that we've ever run. It's the biggest show run by an Indianapolis company since 2012. But uh, the other match that really catches people's eyes is the first independent wrestling match in two years, and the second independent wrestling, at least in America, independent wrestling match for Gabe Kidd as he takes on. Uh, my main man, Josh Crane. Uh, mm. A lot of people have came up and told me that they didn't really know about. They didn't, I did do the Birdman money hand rubs. <laughs> a lot of people have gone on to uh, to tell me that they didn't really know who Josh was before Nap started, which is crazy to me because uh, Josh is of the generation right before mine with Hoodfoot, Tankman, Kemp, and Chase. And uh, we looked up to him a ton because he was one of the few guys, him, Dale Patrick's, Ace Perry, uh, were some of the few guys to actually leave the city and go do something with their life and their career. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our big homie. Um, guy who has uh, legitimate Japanese wrestling experience, has wrestled in Corican Hall, has main evented with uh, a bunch of Japanese legends, uh, spectacular deathmatch wrestler. But over the course of this past year, has kicked it into another gear. The best 
best shape of his life, best matches of his life, training every single week. And it's hard to train in Indianapolis because we don't have a school directly in the city. Everything else is outside the county. On a complete and total tear. And this is not even counted. This is outside, even outside the stuff he does with that, doing crazy stuff in Unsanctioned Pro, doing crazy stuff in H, uh, HWA up in uh, is Terre Haute, Indiana. Guy is one of the best, most underrated independent wrestlers I can see on the scene today. And uh, he embodies everything that Indiana wrestling is. Never giving up, uh, displaying that sort of attitude. And despite nobody wanting to give you any sort of respect or any sort of assistance in what all you do. And uh, Dreams and Nightmares, the way I try and book it, the dream match, and if it goes wrong, it's a nightmare. <laughs> that is That encompasses that to a T. He has the opportunity right now, not only to prove that Indiana wrestling is the strongest form of pro wrestling that's out there, and trust us, we have our own styles, we have our own quirks. It's really just boils down to hit a motherfucker and don't die. But uh Indiana Pro Wrestling is the strongest, and he has the chance to send a message back to Japanese media. This is the Josh Crane wants to come back to Japan, which is his goal. And um I, you know, if I can once again pull back the curtain, I have no idea who's gonna win. I don't know what the political red tape is gonna be. I don't know what any of that's going to look like. It's probably going to genuinely end up to who wants it more, both in and out of the ring. And uh, I'm so incredibly excited for my boy because if this, this, it's on me as a promoter to make sure that everything is where it needs to be, but this match could legitimately change his life. And that's what I want from him. Now, or he could get shown up as a fraud and then we all look dumb because. Indiana wrestling is not the strongest. So we're putting a lot of eggs in this Josh Crane basket, and I have no, absolutely no doubt in my mind that he will deliver. We have a bunch of other stuff too, but I'll pause. <laughs> Y'all can interject for a second. <laughs> no, we want to hear about it. Get into the card. We're talking about yeah, it. Go for it. Okay. Do you want it? Okay. Uh, quick running down. We have the champion of Napton All Pro, Mr. Isaiah Broner. Mm. Big this dog. time next year, this time next year, if he's not a guy that's a failing personally on me, if he's not a name on the independence, which like name on the independence is a whole different conversation we can get into. But if he's not a name on the independence this time next year, that's a failing on me. Cause uh guy's kind of a dickhead. He's kind of an asshole, <laughs> but he's extremely entertaining and he is a spectacular wrestler. Uh, this is for uh, Mr. X3 in the chat, uh, coming to us from Seven Mile, Detroit, hey. Michigan. Mm -hmm. A Midwestern boy born and raised. Someone who truly gets the message of what I we're trying to accomplish with now and um, looks like I'm a wrestler. Here. And I'm, I'm not a, I'm not um, I'm not one who gets caught up with people looking like wrestlers. Like, I don't care if you're talented, you're talented. Isaiah Broner looks like a wrestler. He shows up, you see him, pops the top. Okay, yeah, you're a wrestler. Um, Doing great things in AIW, uh, but I C4 want to wrestling. make sure. And C4 Wrestling. He's undefeated mm -hmm. there, right? Uh, Yeah, I... I so didn't there, watch the most recent show. There, so. there, there was some fuck shit at the end of his match yesterday. Uh, so, mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> took, a, took, oh. took, a, took a whole squad of French Canadians to beat him down. Yeah, I mean. So what I'm hearing is, what I'm hearing, <laughs> what I'm hearing is, I'm hearing the Detroit same thing, Jay Rose. <laughs> the Detroit boy has encompassed the winning side of the Malice at the Palace. You mean to tell me it took a whole city to beat one man? That sounds like Jermaine O'Neal at the Palace of Auburn Hills. So, hey, that's my champion. Uh, he's facing up against the fastest loved person in the history of NAP, uh, a man by the name of any style, Lemon Pepper Adam Priest. Uh, mm-hmm. I know mm. I'm going to keep using the word underrated a lot, I mean it the most when I say it about him. That's the yeah. most underrated wrestler on the independent wrestling scene. And I do not understand why he's not more. I genuinely don't understand why he's not. More I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. I, the, the superficial part of, part of me thinks it's his height, but at the same yeah. time, if you're looking at his height, especially in 2023 independent wrestling and not seeing a spectacular all around wrestler who can le- do legitimately any style. That's not just the nickname. He can really do any style of wrestling that you're missing out. But y'all loss is my game because she, if y'all not going to use them, I'm going to use them. And our Adam Priest is different than any other Adam Priest out there, except for Battle Slam where the nickname originates. Uh, that is Indianapolis's favorite white boy right there. Battle uh, Slam, of maybe Battle Slam. Yeah. Battle Slam, I say. Uh that's where Lemon Pepper Adam Priest originated from, a nickname given to him by Shook D, but a nickname that he encompasses here and now. He doesn't change anything he does. He doesn't turn into Kevin Federline. But uh, <laughs> all both people on the roster, black people on the roster, black people on the crowd, everybody rocks with Adam Priest. Everyone rocks with Adam Priest, which is yeah. why he's the outside of crane who contested for the in for the match to crown the champion but he's from here he's the first white male outside of indianapolis to get a shot at this belt you know i'm prioritizing stuff i'm the booker i'm soon not to be the commissioner we're gonna get somebody else to make those decisions but um uh that's the reason why he got the first title shot he has endeared himself to this community and he truly believes in what all that we're trying to do and I would be proud and honored to have him as champ. And it would also be very nice to see someone from Cleveland get their comeuppance after that disgusting display of the NFL refs at the Colts-Browns game this past Sunday. Uh, we have the first defense of the main championship title in all the black wrestling, the Pan-African World Diaspora Ooh. World Championship. And its title holder, Shook D, um, he can tell the story on his own, but in 2020, back when he was thinking about what all that he should do, what his next step of his career was going to be, uh, what all this is post Pineapple Pete when he said he told you know the powers to be that I'm a bet on myself. I said I'm gonna take that belt, I'm gonna take that bet with you. And through that time, I got him a match of uh, I got him in the Paradigm Pro Wrestling, I got him in the spirit to where he could become a uh, Paradigm Champion, which really invigorated his career. I got him a match with Lee Moriarty, and he beat Lee Moriarty as he was independent wrestling world champion. This is a gentleman who our careers are intrinsically linked from here on out. And this is some person who, when the opportunity was presented to him to get the finally get that title shot, was like, I don't even know if I'm worried, worthy to be champ. And now we see him uh, displaying black wrestling at its 
finest. And I'm more than honored to have his first defense of that prestigious championship in that. Uh, but also, if I were a betting man, I would not bet on him because uh, <laughs> he has never won a match in that. And I mm. knew that booking this match because I, if I, I'm a booker second, but I'm a promoter first. And if I can get that belt closer to me so I can get it at a uh, more consistent basis, you know, George is just a hop and a skip from Indiana in wrestling terms, but uh, Cleveland's even closer. You know, listen, Cleveland, the person who's challenging him, Jocelyn Navarro, who has never been pinned or submitted in that. Wow, um, crazy. Ever. And um, I know what people may be thinking, uh, and I would never want to put this label on my guy because I love myself some, some Sugar Dunkerton, Sugar and Q Dunkerton. But, um, yeah, I want that belt in that all the time. And uh, he's going to be a busy man. He's trying to go back to the UK. He's trying to do an international tour. And I can't have that belt if he goes on this tour. I want that championship. And as much as a pain in the ass as Jocelyn Navarro could be, and just she could be a pain in the ass. She's never been pinned. She's never been submitted. But, you know, to kind of counteract that, J. Rose, if he's going all those places with that belt, that's a good look, too. That's a good look for the culture. Brown do a damn for Nat Town All Pro. You know <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> That's a good look. Listen, listen, I'm trying to make sure that we're the purveyors of the culture, okay? No disrespect to anybody else. I'm a promoter first, okay? Nobody, everybody want to be a promoter, but don't nobody want to be Don King. Let me be for real for a second, okay? Okay. It's okay. more important All for right. me to get that mm -hmm. title in Nat than it is for Shook to go take it everywhere else. Now, if Shook retains, that's my guy. I'm happy for him, and I know I can get him back in Nat. But I could get Justin Navarro every month. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. And on top of that, if you want to talk about international travel, Justin Navarro goes to the Caribbean islands and does a tour there every other month. Yeah. If you want to talk about international exposure. I want to know Jocelyn, more about that, too. She, uh, so she's actually owed a title shot for a championship in the Caribbean. Like it's, I think, it, I believe it's a gender neutral championship, but it mm. may be a women's title. She's owed a title shot. And I believe her record there is outstanding, if not identical to the one at Nap. So uh, then we would have a double international champion. I'm not saying that Shook can accomplish that, but what I am saying is I know he likes to take lengthy trips to the UK. He's not going to be in Indianapolis if he's in England, is he? So <laughs> I'm not going to – if it whatever happens, happens. I'm not going to – this is going to be like – I'm not going to Montreal screwjab it, you know what I'm saying? Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. But I'm going to tell you right now <laughs> – I know who I want to win, and that's I want the best person to win. Yeah, I was gonna say, come on, you got you got to be a little bit. But. No, 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 no. I don't because at the same time, I don't want Shug's story to end just yet in my heart. But my right. brain, Justin Brown, come back to Indianapolis with that belt. You you take it to Cleveland, and you come right back here every month, and you defend that belt. Uh, to that same point, Myron Reed is an on again, off again roster member. You know what I'm saying? So then we would have control of both. Of the top titles in all the black professional wrestling. It's a fact. I was about to say the N-word. Motherfuckers mm -hmm. ain't thinking about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they ain't thinking about that. So, hey, once again, I'm a booker second. I'm a promoter first. I want that daggone title belt. Uh, other matches. The infantry. Oh, my God. How could I even forget to talk about the infantry? Uh, see, Carly Bravo, not roster member before. He's, he was doing any sort of that TV stuff. Carly was in here for us putting in work. And uh, Infantry told me that they're looking for a home 
on the independents. Their home is obviously ROH, where if it was up to me, they would have their fair shot at the ROH Tag Team Championships. Same, but same here. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know what's going on with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm sure Big TK and uh, uh, General Manager Stokely Hathaway have a, have a bunch of things that they have planned for that. But if it were up to me, who's out there putting in the work? Who's out in the streets trying to spread the message of the company? It's them. That's what I would want to share. Instead of, you know, I'm not going to say anything disparaging about Max because that's my friend. That's my friend. But yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the best tag teams in the world at this point, and they're not really given the opportunity to showcase that, and they're looking for a home. Napton All Pro could be their home, but in order, to, in order for this to be their home, they have to show that same level of intensity, drive, and desire that they do on TV, which is why I put them against the high-flying star machines, who, for lack of a better term, are the final boss of Napton All Pro. In their two matches here, they killed three of our highest rising stars. And then in the very next match, they uh, went, they beat the founders of this company. And then they fucked up for a year. They mm-hmm. said, we're not coming back until there's something that's a little more interesting for us. Well, boys, here's TV Town. If you can beat them and stay undefeated, maybe this changes your life. But until then, Infantry, you have more to prove than the, they have nothing to lose. You have something to prove. Uh, what's that? That's five matches right there. I'm trying to remember what else is on there, boys. Y'all, y'all, are way not just Enrico. Oh man, mm-hmm. uh, least lucky promotion in the world because um, these shows that uh, to with uh, Adriel and Rico count and uh, Rico, uh, we're supposed to be out by now, but our editor is a little busy right now, so mm. I don't know if we're gonna be able to get those shows out before Sunday. But this will be their third match up one-on-one and their fourth match together. Uh, they went tit for tat at uh, Lucini. Both of them lost. Catherine Canyon ended up winning that match at Lucini. Uh, and at the tournament to crown a new chain champion. Um, wow, my brain. Adriel and Rico faced off in the first round. And Rico got the surprise upset victory. Uh, we ran it back in September, and um, it was a time limit draw. Adriel's entire po- counts whole point <laughs> at this current juncture is that if it weren't for the time limit in both the tournament match and in that last match, because the tournament match is what made the, the time limit is what made him slip up and lose in the tournament match. And then it was a draw in the second match. Uh, if there was no time limit, and if the ref was to get in the way of the uh, – wrist injury that he had inflicted on Rico back in August, he would have been champion by now. So let's put your money where your mouth is, vampire boy. Uh, Rico is game. And I have no idea what to expect. I think we're going to get more shades, for those of you who are really caught up with the independent wrestling scene, we're going to get way more shades of WWE for Rico than we are going to get of uh, standard kind smiling boy Rico. They're both wanting – it's personal now. Angel's tried to take him out. And – um Rico's willing to put up the championship he holds very near and dear to his heart to try and get a chance to put out Noctis. So, uh, and I'm not going to say this is Noctis's final chance, but if you can't get it done after we give you the stipulation, buddy, maybe you don't need to be contender for the title anymore. So we'll see what all happens. And there's one final match. Remind me of what it is. Costume Party Battle Royal. Okay, so 
there's a lot of uh, dreams and nightmares has more or less become our biggest show of the year. Uh, it was our biggest show of the year last year, outside of the one in January we did Billy and Lee, and obviously it's our biggest one of this calendar year. Uh, there's a lot of people who I want to have celebrate with us and being a part of what all that we do. And we did do the costume battle royal last year, and that footage from last year's costume battle royale hopefully should go up on YouTube tomorrow. Um, if not tomorrow, definitely Friday. Mm-hmm. But at first, it was just a because we were like, hey, if you come in a little, if you get us five dollars, we'll get you this bonus match. Not enough people were doing that for us to justify to continue doing it. But the one last year was a lot of fun. Don't die, Miles almost died, but like. You know, it's they in didn't. the name. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, uh, the field is a lot more star-studded, at least the people who are um, a uh, consistent part of what all we do at NAP. And um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to name out some people who are in the Battle Royal without some surprise exceptions. Uh, you, you, One of you, give me one name between the two of you, and I'll tell you what their costume is. So, in the Battle Royale, confirmed, we have Christian Robinson, we have uh, Guerrera de Brasenas, we have Xavier Sky, we have Brogan Finley, we have uh, Anakin uh, Anakin Murphy, we have uh, Dylan Cole, we have I hate that kid so much. We have Victor Analog. We have uh, um, uh, Aaron Cox. We have uh, Calibus Kingston. We have Tenshi X. Mm. Um, There's a a lot more, but there's 10 people to choose from. Whose costume would you like to know? Oh, we have Alice Crowley. Whose costume would you like to know who they're coming in? Mm, I'd definitely probably go with Christian Robinson. That's the homeboy. Okay. Is it, are you both of you agree on this? Or yeah, is that is that yeah. what y'all agree on? Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, yeah. Christian Robinson. Christian Robinson will be coming as Rob Van Dam. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> Christian uh, Van Damson. Mm-hmm. Uh we he was supposed to get a custom singlet. It would not, it was not gonna be done in time. Oh. I, I had it all set yeah. up. It was not going to be done in time, but uh, Christian Robinson is coming as Rob Van Dam. I feel like that's not fair. Mike, you give me a uh, wrestling. I'll tell you who they're coming at. Uh, you know what? I'll take one from chat. So, Van to- Anakin. Anakin Murphy. Um, well, <laughs> pick the wrong one because he is insisting that he's coming as himself, and I'm not going <laughs> to let him in the match. <laughs> Without coming into a costume, so Van Twinblade, you played yourself. Anakin is insisting oh, that he is that he is not coming in costume. He's just going to be in the match and he's going to win it. Uh, speaking of Anakin Murphy, we have comments from him dropping tonight uh, around eight o'clock. Uh, nobody, the faction he's a part of is in a, a lot of disarray, and he, uh, I don't like using the word promo, but he had mm. the worst speech in his brain, prepared after their loss for Dylan Cole. Um, it legitimately is one of the most savage things I've ever heard on Mike. It was everything short of please end your life. I I, 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 I kind of didn't want to release it because it's, it's, it's genuinely that mean. Um, yeah. But that's going to be, that's going to be coming. It's also very funny. 
only because I hate Dylan Cole, and you should too. But it's it's those comments are dropping tonight. But that's the card. Uh, Rusty Redenbacher, uh, native of uh, Indianapolis, a legend. Uh, if you don't know who that is, that Rusty Redenbacher is the last person to ever beat Eminem in a rap battle. That is wow. who that is. Wow. Um, he's a legend of the city. He will be uh, sharing ring announcing duties with me. Uh, I'm going to be phasing myself out on screen at nap. So uh, if you want to come see me ring announce, I, I actually don't know where you're going to be able to do that because I've kind of slowed down. You got to come see me in Las Vegas for Gap House. Uh, but it's going to be a really cool show. Come in costume. Um, there's going to be candy for kids. Uh, we bought a projector, so it'll be Trons. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's, it's, it's going to be the best wrestling show from an Indianapolis professional wrestling company in over a decade. You have my word on that. And if it's not, I would give you a money back guarantee, but I need every single one of those pennies. So, <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't wait for the show to hit, uh, hit some streaming. If you're in the area, if, if Indianapolis is like within a, you know, within a traveling distance to you, no reason not to go. Have a fun, have a fun time at Dreams and Nightmares too on Sunday. I, uh, it's been so fun having you on here, Jaros. I know you got tip off for the Pacers coming up real, real quick. Uh, so I appreciate you running through the card with us. We'll wrap it up for you. Let you get to uh, your precious Indiana Pacers, who thank you again so much for choosing to spend the night with us. Yeah, uh, there's and, no place and... I would rather be, boys. <laughs> let me before before we go before we go. Yeah. Let me just say, let me just say, there's very few podcasts are doing the work as far as talking about independent professional wrestling, and I love independent professional wrestling more than anything else on this goddamn planet. Uh, even though it's filled with idiots with bad ideas, I love independent professional wrestling. Um, y'all cover from the biggest portions of independent wrestling to the most obscure parts. And you found time to put little old me on here. I want to be back on here as soon as possible. But if not, if not, just know I love you boys. And this is the best podcast about independent professional wrestling on the planet. Put this Let's on your social media. Zoom in close on me. This, damn, my camera quality is bad. Can I get some more light? <laughs> I should have realized that earlier. <clears throat> this is the best independent professional wrestling podcast on the face of the damn planet. And if you if you disagree with that, go argue with your mother, okay? If you disagree with that, listen. But more importantly, if you disagree with that, go argue with your mother. And if you don't, if your mother's not available to argue with you, I'm your mother now. Come argue with me. Best independent professional wrestling podcast on the face of the planet. Uh, naptownallpro.com for tickets and information and also shout out to Ami my man my man my man what would I be without my man eh. love it thank you so much for coming out That's and it. hanging out with us again J-Rose uh, couldn't have said it any better I'm gonna get through a couple super chats here that we did get earlier uh, Van Twinblade just want to say spooky, very spooky indeed with special guest the horrifying J-Rose me at West Coast Anniversary 5 go Tankman me at GoPro me glory pro the next night fuck tankman <laughs> <laughs> yep independent wrestling's fun <laughs> it, 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 wherever it, it you know different reaction every uh, different reaction every night uh you know uh you know who you need to book your bff mike outlaw <laughs> uh oh where'd your audio go 
Your audio has gone. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. I love this. Best in the biz, baby. Still can't hear you. He took a look at here. You. Oh, 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 it's okay. I'm glad he Rich got all his plugs over. in before this. Yeah, yep. at least he got all his plugs in. Reg, get all your plugs in. Where can everyone find you? You know, you can catch me every Wednesday here with Mike talking the best independent wrestling. I'll be on with Denise on the AEW Dynamite post show. Tomorrow, I'll be on the Ring of Honor post show. And every Saturday with Philip Lindsay. Grapsity podcast, grapsity.bigcartel.com and get you a Grapsity hat. Uh, check out the BW500 if you have it. There's a lot of people that J Rose talked about on this show today that are featured on the list. So you'll get to see that. Peace to y'all. Absolutely. And myself, as always, catch me here every Wednesday talking independent wrestling with Reg. Next week, speaking of Shug D, he's going to be here. It's our 50th episode. Shug D is going to be here, hopefully still with his title, hopefully in a good mood. Maybe we'll have to get J Rose to drop by and say hi on that show, too. Uh, In the meantime, if you're in the Indianapolis area, go check out Naptown Dreams and Nightmares on Sunday. Bring your cell phone. Have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Peace.